September 15th, halfway through the month. I was feeling the, um, this is bad. Uh, this is, this is weird, but I was feeling the holiday spirit this morning. I was driving in and I was like, I feel like listening to Christmas music. It's so weird. I just, I, I don't know what came over me. So I was listening to Christmas music on my way in this morning. It made me happy. It was, uh, it was it's way too early. I know, but there's just something about hearing it that comforted me. I'm sure you're not alone. I'm sure there are people that are getting. I'm swallowing my tea right now. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure, but I I I think you're finding out a lot. There's people out there that are kind of the same boat. Where, hey, you know what? It's it's three degrees cooler than yesterday. It's the holiday season is upon us. Are you looking past Halloween and thinking of uh, Christmas already, or are you still is Halloween still on the mind? It's, I mean, it, Halloween's never been a huge uh, holiday for me. It's uh, you know for my kids, yes, but uh, uh-huh. there's not a lot of Halloween music to listen to. So I was just like, you know what, we're gonna listen to a little bit of uh, of uh, Christmas music and. Yeah, just to kind of put me in a good mood temporarily. <laughs> Aren't in a bad mood now? <laughs> no, how, how was your night? I'm good. All is well. You know, I mentioned earlier in the week this would have went down on, I guess, what's today? Wednesday. So this would have happened Monday. Um, today is Wednesday, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that happened Monday. My wife was going for a run, and she was running in the morning. She went out at like you know four forty-five or so, and she was face to face with a coyote. It was a whole thing, and she had, runs with a, a flashlight and a taser, and the taser thing didn't work, and I had to race over and pick her up and get her home and everything. So there was a coyote incident. She went running again yesterday morning. There was no incident, no coyote. We got a brand new flashlight taser deal. So when she does go running, but it's it's kind of a scary thing when you're running all of a sudden you're face to face with a coyote. And then today she wasn't running, but she was driving to the barn and she was driving behind our house to to head out uh, to the barn this morning. And she called me at like 501 and there was a coyote behind our house, which there was no incident with it. But the fact that there's now a second coyote that has been spotted in and around our neighborhood, it's kind of a scary thing when you're running at night or in the morning. Yeah, you guys got to be careful, man. It's uh, there's a lot going on over there. Dang, I, I hope she's okay. Well, yeah, she's in her car. She's yeah, fine. But, but I'm just saying, know, I'm saying, it's like face to face with like coyotes two in one week. It's like, what do you do when you have a coyote situation in and around your neighborhood? Do you call animal control? Like, what's the solution to that? I know that's something a lot of people in Las Vegas are facing. The coyote, the coyotes are out of control. Yeah, well, yeah, but technically you're in their territory, so <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't know what you, what you can do. Just be on high alert and hope that they don't come near you. And if you have small pets, keep them inside. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, if you go running, you know, carry something too. And and it was, I remember we t- the first time, the only time I saw a coyote was probably like three or four years ago. We were walking at night and it was on the other side of the road. It wasn't an incident, but I saw it. I'm like, what do you do if you see a coyote? And that's what I remember a listener called and said, get one of these, get a taser because you know, hopefully you're not going to have to use that thing because if you're using the taser on the coyote, that means you're 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 face to face with the thing and physically touching it. Yeah. But just turning on that taser, just that sound effect alone, it should be enough to scare the coyote to run away. So hopefully, if if we ever face a coyote, we got the taser and they'll run away when they hear it. Nice. Well, yeah. Hopefully, I, you guys stay safe over there and and uh, yeah, keep keep an eye open. Uh, warning to anyone that that has to deal with that. That's pretty some. That's pretty scary stuff. Um, so, okay, well, let's get the show started. No, Why not start uh, early? <laughs> let's put on my, I'm in a very relaxed mood. How, how was your night? I, was, I, I didn't jump right in with a follow-up. How was your night? How was, how was things on your end? Everything, was everything was good yesterday. Uh, yeah, just did uh, the TV show yesterday, and uh, last night did some work for the show. Uh, caught the new episode of... 
Uh, my new favorite show, Only Murders in the Building, the Selena Gomez show. I really like that show. So there was a new episode. It was really short. It was like a 23-minute one, but it was good. Uh, caught up with some family. Talked to my mom last night. So, yeah, not really eventful. Not as exciting as your neighborhood. That's for sure. Not a whole no, lot going no on. No coyotes there. running around when you guys no, go on your walk. No, not, not in my neighborhood, but that doesn't mean they're not around there stalking. The biggest animal we see is my my cat Gus that I talk to every night when I go around the neighborhood so yeah that's about it for listen us. give Gus a taser because if Gus goes face to face with you know what though cats are pretty quick though I'm cat, sure if, if, if Gus saw a coyote he'd be good he's super smart I love this cat and I don't really know his real name I just kind of named him Gus and and we always stop and 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 chat for a little while and my husband thinks it's so funny he's like he doesn't talk to anyone except for you you come up you start <laughs> meowing and then he starts meowing back to you so it's kind of funny so that was yeah that was my night. Not anything too terribly exciting, but really looking forward to the week here at Mix 94.1 because starting tomorrow, our Four Corners Food Drive Telethon starts. We're doing it a little different this year. We're doing it early in the year because uh, it, it, there's there's a need out there. One in six people in Las Vegas are, are are not getting the food that they need. And Three Square is here to help, and we want to help Three Square. So starting tomorrow morning, we're going to start everything, and we are asking for your help all day long. We are going to be doing it, and it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun guests, a lot of cool incentive prizes to donate. So we're kind of gearing up for that here at the radio station, and we cannot wait for you guys to be a part of it. We love Three Square. We love what they do. And you guys are so giving each and every year. So we're doing it a little bit different this year. We can't wait to get you more details on that. But for now, let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear What About Your Friends by TLC? here tonight tonight by smashing pumpkins or do you want to hear days go by by dirty vegas Those are your choices. All you got to do is get your vote in right now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. A 23-year-old man was arrested after showing up at Ariana Grande's Hollywood Hills home in the middle of the night on Friday, and then flashing a knife when security tried to get him to leave. The guy's name is Aaron Brown, and he's now facing a felony brandishing charge for the incident, which went down around 2 a.m. Friday morning on Ariana's property. TMZ says that Brown arrived, demanded to see the singer, and when security told him to, to leave, he refused, and that's when he pulled out a knife. LAPD was called to the scene. They arrested him. It's unclear if Ariana was at home at the time, but because she never went outside. If she was, she stayed inside the, the entire time during the, the uh, incident that went down. Yeah, it's very scary. I'm glad they got the guy. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Ed Sheeran. He, was, he just attended the VMAs a few days ago. So did he have fun? 
Probably not, because according to Ed, the vibe at U.S. award shows is actually kind of hostile. Here's what he had to, here's what he had to say. The room is filled with resentment and hatred towards everyone else, and it's quite an uncomfortable atmosphere. And all the artists are sweet people, but they're like surrounded by entourages that want them to win too. One artist surrounded by 10 people, another artist surrounded by 10 people, and everyone kind of is giving each other the side eye, going, well, I want win. No, I want win. And it's a really, really horrible atmosphere to be to be in there. So if I always walk away feeling really sad, and I don't like it. Oh, that's too bad. Why can't we be like the other award shows? I know. Here's what he says, how it is uh, across the pond, how the award shows are. In England, our award shows are just like everyone gets drunk and no one really cares who wins or, or loses. It's just sort of like good night out. Aww. Just hanging out with friends across the pond. get drunk, guys. Come on. Yeah, someone wins. Congratulations. Good for you. Coldplay and BTS, they are releasing a new collaboration called My Universe. It's coming out on Friday, September 24th. And now they have given fans a tease of the tune. Both groups shared a clip of them teaming up together in the studio together with a snippet of the song playing over it. Now, the song is sung in both English and Korean, although the preview uh, only gives fans a taste of the English lyrics. But here is part of the preview that the guys put out. I'm going to need to hear a little more of that. <laughs> like a clean studio version, yeah. too, versus someone's phone uh, <laughs> leak that they put out. But, yeah, they'll come out on the 24th of September. And then Kelly Clarkson, oh, she's feeling the wrath of the BTS Army. So during the season premiere of the Kelly Clarkson show, they displayed what they thought was a picture of BTS. But it turns out it was a shot of a different group called Blitzers. Have you heard of Blitzers, the, the Korean pop band? No, I have not. So the mix-up happened during an interview with Chris Martin. He was on, and they were talking about this new collaboration with BTS. And that's when Kelly starts to gush about BTS. And she, she says, I love that you're working with BTS. I love them. And not realizing at the time, when she's talking about BTS, the producers thought they were putting a photo up of uh, BTS up on the screen. But it was this band, Blitzers. So, of course, uh, fans took to Twitter to express their anger. And as soon as the show realized what they did, they issued their own apology on Twitter. Well, and don't blame Kelly. That was, again, the producers that did that. It wasn't her fault. Yeah, she didn't say, she didn't get her phone and go, look guys, this yeah. is my picture of me and BTS. And like, no, that's Blitzers. So a Twins sequel called Triplets may start filming early next year. Twins is a 1988 comedy with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito who were separated at birth. They're twins separated at birth. The comedy being Arnold so big, Danny so small. I, I never saw Twins, did you? I did, yeah. It was a funny movie. So in Triplets, Arnold and Danny, they find out that they have a third brother which will be played by Tracy Morgan. Now, th there was a script for the movie Triplets for years, and Eddie Murphy was originally supposed to, to play the third role, but he was just too busy, so they kind of rewrote it, got Tracy Morgan on board, and so now we'll get a uh, sequel to Triplets, and they should start filming this thing next year. Well, that'll be funny. No, it was a it was a pretty good movie. You got Arnold and Danny, and I had Tracy Morgan in the mix. It's, it's, it's a comedy hit. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Here is Maroon 5. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1482. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, September 15th, 6 o'clock. Thank you guys for getting up early with us. We appreciate it. It's still dark outside. 
the seasons are changing slowly but surely. I noticed it's getting darker earlier where we typically go on our walks after dinner like around 7, 7.30. And now we have to go at like 6.15, 6.30 because it's already starting to get yeah. dark outside. The change is taking place. And I, I think today we might hit 100 degrees. But after that, they're saying that today should be the last triple digit day of the year, which is nice. I'm super excited about that. Not just because the cooler temperatures are great, but that means I can start switching out the wardrobe. Uh-huh. Not like I have this huge wardrobe, but I just typically wear T-shirts and jeans to work here, at least, because, you know, it's it's easy. We still try to look somewhat decent, but it's it's a more lax dress code. And I'm running out of short sleeve shirts. And I just noticed that this morning. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't have anything else to wear. It's time to move to the long sleevers. <laughs> I've got this, a bunch of long sleevers that are ready to to make their debut. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about the uh, the change there and then the change with, you know, bringing out the boots and, and the scarves and the hats. That's always fun. I'm excited about jackets because I, I still wear boots year round. And then I do, I do long sleeve shirts a lot. Uh, here at the office, just, I, but I rolled the sleeves up to give it that uh, summery feel. But I am looking forward to wearing jackets. I like do, I like doing layers in the wintertime. It's it's the little things. It really it's just is the little <laughs> things that make you super excited. How was your night? It was good. Are there any um, fictional characters that you want to be friends with? And I asked this question because we, and I'm sure a lot of people have this. We have to do training seminars or watch videos for work for HR and, and whatnot. So we've got to watch all these training videos, and it's. It's the same group of people in this fictional, well, I guess they're our company, but fictional characters acting out situations about phishing scams when it comes to your email and sharing information. And you watch this video and they have to answer questions. And I just got a notification that I have to watch a video about a phishing training video. But anytime I watch it, I just love the characters that are in these videos. I'm like, they're the nicest people in the world. I want them to work in our office. They seem so cool. Are they? Is this uh, specific to our company, or do other companies use these same training videos? I don't know, because I, I, think they're, I think they're well done. I think they're really good. They're, they're professionals, actors doing it. They look like a nice group of people to work with. I don't know if it's the same people that are shared with other ones, but it's these videos you got to watch, and then watch them saying, man, these people look pretty cool. There's a, a lot of times I'll see people on TV that I'm like, ah, we would be really good friends, mm-hmm. or just... Characters and TV shows, uh, people in movies. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish that was a real person and not just a, a character uh, because I just know we would get along. And it's like I want to reach out to them and be like, did you know we would make good friends? But that would be weird. <laughs> did you know the character you on TV and I would be really, really good we friends? We would be really <laughs> great friends. I can just tell. We would totally click. That's funny. I feel that way about some of like the Golden Knights players. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my God, we would like so get along. We should be friends. But that would be weird. And they would never, ever come on our show again so i would never say that to them but think about it you go back to when you were a little kid though you're a little kid you see someone in the playground you can walk up and like hey what's your name tommy hey you want to play sure we should be friends okay it's that simple when you're a little kid but if something changes along the way that puts up these barriers because i'm sure if you went to a bunch of the golden knights and just approached them and they had their guard down and you went up to them i think you guys would be good friends well it's funny because uh, one of my girlfriends she she does that when she wants to be friends with someone she will literally go up to them and say hey i want to be your friend let's be friends and she did that to me like she just reached out to me. She's like, hey, I think we should be friends. Come work out with us on uh, Sunday. And I was like, okay. And I did it. And now we're friends. Like, it's just, it, she, she says, life's too short. I just tell people that I want to be their friend. Like, let's be friends. That's I love how it. kids do it. And she makes so many friends that way. It's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> That's a great approach to life. All right. On today's show, Wednesday, we have those tickets for you to Disneyland. A four-pack of tickets to Disneyland. We'll have them at 940. So mark it down. 940, you want to be here if you want to go to Disneyland. And then we do have two truths and a lie. 
coming up this morning. We'll play that at 6.30. And up next is What's Trending? What do you have for us? A comedy icon passes. Brittany disappears from Instagram and how you can get your taco fill for the month. We'll talk about all that coming up next in What's Trending. It's Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. So last week, that song was number four in the country. It's now number 15, and it's all thanks to Drake, who has nine of the songs that are in the top 10 charts. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Okay, Norm MacDonald is trending this morning. Some sad news as the comedian and SNL star has died following a private cancer battle. Friends and fans say they are stunned at the loss of one of the funniest of his generation. His team says he passed away after a multi-year private battle that he hid from the public for nine years. He was the host of Weekend Update on SNL from 1994 to 1998, but had a highly successful stand-up and movie career. McDonald was 61 years old. I remember that TV show, Norm, that was on for a couple seasons after he left SNL, and he was a guest on this show many times before, and he just just kept that whole, his whole cancer was a secret. I I was watching some clips last night and this morning of when he was on Conan, and then like the recent ones, like 2018, 2019. And you saw no signs of illness. Yeah, he was doing stand-up uh, just last year from what I saw, mm-hmm. too. So, some uh, yeah, he definitely kept that private and wanted to keep moving on and doing what he could do. So, some really sad news. I think he was the best Weekend Update host ever on Saturday Night Live. I loved it. I loved his delivery. He was always funny. Uh, just seemed like a really good guy. So, some sad news there this morning. Also trending this morning is Britney Spears. Spears. So her Instagram page was just deactivated yesterday and people started freaking out. According to reports, though, it was her decision to do that. Page six is reporting that she is sending a powerful message amid her conservatorship battle in court. They say that silence can be a powerful thing and she intends to use that power by taking some time away from social media. In case you missed it, she just got engaged just a few days ago to her longtime boyfriend, Sam Asgari. Sometimes you just need a break, so good for her for doing that. Just step away from the whole thing. And it's nice that on Instagram you can do that. You can deactivate it, keep your username, keep your followers, so when you reactivate it, everyone's there still. It's, can, I, take I, it away. I've never deactivated it. Have you? It just, it just literally just turns it off and you just flip a switch and it comes back on? Yeah, I have deactivated it before. I, I forget why I did it. I don't think it was for a break. I think I would... I don't remember what it was. I did deactivate it for some reason, and... Uh, it it was all there when I reactivated it. It was perfect. That's a perfect solution. Yeah. Then, but then if someone goes to you, does it say you, don't, you no longer exist? It says user not found. Ooh. Yeah. So then I had people messaging me uh-huh. asking why I blocked them on Instagram. I'm like, I didn't. I just deactivated my account. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just need a break, <laughs> I'm you like, guys. I promise I did not. <laughs> um, also trending this morning, Christmas is trending. It's hard to believe that we're talking about this now, but you need to start your shopping. The international president for UPS says... I half jokingly tell people, order your Christmas presents now because otherwise on Christmas Day, there may just be a picture of something that's not coming until February or March. Supply chain problems that hurt retailers and clogged U.S. ports are expected to continue next year. And that means shoppers, they face potential delays in retailers replenishing items from video games to clothing. So, Keep that in mind. It's not too early to start your shopping. A new survey shows more than one in four holiday shoppers say they plan to start their shopping by the end of this month. Mercedes revealed that on the way to work this morning, she was just feeling Christmas music. She played some. 
You said it made you feel better, right? It did. It made it put me in a good mood. I liked it, and I just, I don't know, there's something about it, and it's kind of got me motivated to start my holiday shopping. I've, I've already started some some birthdays. My husband's birthday is in December, and so is my daughter, so I started with that, and so I'm like, well, I guess I should probably look for a couple <laughs> weeks after that, which is Christmas. Let's see. How, how do you feel when we play some Christmas music? Let's hit some. Two types of text messages now. One, I love this. Thank you. Let's put me in a great mood. The other, it's too early. Stop it. So it too early? We just put some. We put some people in a bad mood just now. So we got to be aware of that. And I respect that. I respect that. Just a little taste. Yeah. Oh, it just makes me so happy. I don't know what. It's kind of gloomy this morning. It's getting dark. It's like, oh man, feels like it feels like Christmas. Uh, finally, this morning, Taco Bell is trending. Forget Taco Tuesday because now you can get tacos every day. Taco Bell is now testing a subscription service for tacos. You can pay 5 to $10 a month to get a taco lover's pass. That's going to get you one taco a day for 30 days. Right now, right now, this subscription service, they're only testing it in Tucson, Arizona, and no word on when it might roll out to the rest of the country. But I love this idea, especially if you love 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 tacos then why not get a pass and just get one every single day it's not a bad deal like a taco a taco a day for for 10 bucks for the month it's perfect exactly that's what i'm saying and and we can start moving to other types of places you know <laughs> do like a hamburger subscription do a, a burrito subscription there's there's other ideas out there and that's what's trending coming up here in just about nine ten minutes it's two truths and a lie are you all set for this? I'm all set. I'm all set. I got my truth. I've got my lie. Right. We don't know which one we're going to do until we draw. But can you tell who's telling the truth and who's lying? It could be as simple as just hearing it in our voice. Or if you want to jump online to our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, we'll be live streaming it, too. So maybe you'll get some facial cues or ticks or something like that. So check it out. Two truths and one lie is coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, of yeah, it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. We are streaming live on Facebook right now. Go to our Facebook page at Mercedes in the Morning, and uh, you can watch us play Two Truths and a Lie. Otherwise, you can just listen to it right here. This is the game where two of us tell you a true story. One of us is lying to you. We don't know who's telling what until right before. We all drew these little pieces of paper that say whether or not we're telling a truth or a lie. So we can look at these now and now because we have to have one of each ready to go. And I got mine. You guys all set? Yeah. Ready to go? Yeah. Okay. So two truths and a lie. Two of us are telling the truth. One of us is lying. Um, Random. Steph, why don't you go first? Okay, cool. So yesterday we get a text message, or James, my husband, gets a text message from the lady who gave us our puppy, Momo. She's checking in. Hey, how's Momo doing? Um, we have a surprise for from his mom and dad, and his mom and dad had a new litter. <gasps> And they said, would you guys like to stop by and visit the new litter? Maybe bring Momo and you know see how he's doing. You see how big he's gotten. And we go there and they have their eight puppies. And they said, would you guys be interested 
in getting a second puppy. No! I swear. So we go to visit. I bring Momo and Momo loved the puppies. He was barking at them because I was holding it. And I was just so in love. I, I was looking at James like, come on, if she if, if they're like if Momo gets along with them, maybe we can talk about it. James is a little bit more. Um, how would I say he really likes to thoroughly think things out. He loves to Google. He loves to research. He goes, I really, really need to research if it's too soon to get a second dog. Um, and Momo's only eight months old. And we got him back in February. So it hasn't been long. We're, we don't know how this is going to work out. We live in a one bedroom apartment. Can we can we talk about a second dog? Can we afford another dog? Can Do we have the time for a second dog? So we are currently in the works of possibly getting a second puppy from the same mom and dad. So it's literally Momo's little brother. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Do it. I like this is so believable that I I want to say it's a lie. Right, right. You know, it's like oh, I I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't you believe something like this? Okay, well, let's okay, let's break it down. How could this be a lie? Um, the, the, the new puppies they don't have their shots. You can bring a dog that's out from the outside world to play with new puppies. Is that safe? So it's so they're vaccinated. They're six weeks. They have their six weeks vaccination. They got their shots, okay. and they have their shots. <laughs> and Momo is fully vaccinated as well. He got the Pfizer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the other one's got J&J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got the J&J. They just got the one shot, the six week. I am looking at Steph's social media to see if you posted any of this. Okay. And you did not. I did not. Oh, and this, I, that's I feel like you would have been like, oh, look at the puppies. Mm. So, hmm. So... That's funny because Did I, I cheat by doing that. No, I, know, but, but I don't think very, you cheated. That's okay. very smart though because that is, that's if you're there, you're posting that. That's the cutest thing. Unless, so I do. Gonna I, I was gonna say I told James going in, do not post this so I could use this tomorrow for two truths <laughs> and a lie. <laughs> all right, all right. Is Steph telling the wow. truth? Is she potentially going to get a new puppy, hmm. new little brother or sister for Momo? That is on the table. Okay. Person number two. JC, you want to go next? Sure, yeah, I'll go next. Uh, this reminded me of, of this that went down. I guess I was in eighth grade when this happened with the Raiders football game on Monday night and a lot of people going to their first professional football game. I, I went to two pro football games. One was a preseason game like 10 years ago. But my first real football game would have been 1988 and I went to an, an Eagles game. And I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, especially in the 80s. I just, I hated the Eagles. And it was my brother's friend. My brother was like in first grade. And it was his buddy, George McFadden was his name. And George's dad was either the editor. He was high up in the local newspaper, the Daily Intelligencer. And so uh, George's dad invited you know, George, want to go to the game, bring your friend John. If John's brother wants to go, I know he's an Eagles fan. He'll enjoy the game. So they call my mom and say, hey, we got two extra tickets. We want to bring John and JC to the Eagles game. We know how much they love the Eagles. My mom's like, guess what? You're going to, to a football game. You're going to an Eagles game. I'm like, all right, give me my Cowboys gear. And she's like, no, 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 no. You're, you're going with, with George McFadden. His dad is the editor of the Intelligencer. He thinks you're an Eagles fan. You have to dress like an Eagles fan. It's like, that would be very disrespectful if you're there with the guy who covers the Eagles and you're dressed like a Cowboys fan. So I went to my first football game, an Eagles game, dressed head to toe in Eagles gear. I had a hat on. Had an Eagles sweater on. I had a cheer for the Eagles. Eagles scored a touchdown. I'm like, yay! Oh, I love Randall Cunningham. He's the best. <laughs> and then afterwards, we walked through the press room. And I didn't like shake hands with anybody, but head coach Buddy Ryan was walking through and he knows George's dad. And he's like, hey, hey George. And uh, looks at us like, hey, guys. And we're like, ah, nice win, coach. Whole time, just biting my lip. I just want to lash out. I hate you, Cowboys for life. But 
I didn't say anything, and my first pro football game was an Eagles game, dressed in Eagles gear, and I actually met the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Interesting. See, I actually believe that story up until the part where you're like, I want to say I hate you. You would be so geeking out that you're meeting the head, a head coach of an NFL team. You wouldn't have been like, oh, you're the worst. You would have been so excited. Eighth grade JC. So this was like 1988, I think, or something like that. I I hated the Eagles. Current day, I'd be super excited. But back then, and Dallas, Dallas was bad. They had a losing season, and the Eagles would just take it to them. And I just, I had an eight, a hatred for the Eagles and a hatred for Buddy Ryan. How, oh. You said you wore Eagles gear. Define what you were wearing again. Oh, I remember vividly. I had an Eagles because my grandmother uh, for Christmas got me an Eagles sweater because she forgot that I was a Cowboys fan. So my Eagles sweater was a green sweater. Grandma's. Right? That's <laughs> <laughs> such a grandma move. You open it up like, Grandma. It was, it was a green sweater with a white stripe and it said Eagles on it. And then I had a green Eagles hat, and my brother had some Eagles gear on as well. It's nice that you got that so quickly, all that Eagles gear. I mean, you had the sweater, but the other stuff. My mom's an Eagles fan. So you wore your mom's stuff? I didn't. My mom's Eagles hat. I put it on. The Eagles sweater was mine. Mm. I don't think you got an Eagles sweater from Grandma. I Grandma knows so. you better. Grandma's no. Not that bad. <laughs> Grandma made a big mistake. <laughs> Grandma was... was known for that. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. There's JC's story. Is he telling the truth or is he lying? Final one. Me. Okay. So... I actually partied with Montel Jordan, the guy that sings This Is How We Do It. I partied with him, and it happened in New York City. Uh, my friend Stacy and I, we went out. Like There was this big radio convention. It was the R&R Records convention, and I was just an intern at the radio station, but everyone at the radio station was going, and they were like, you should come. I was like, uh, okay. Um, I didn't know like, you know, how to, how to get there. My mom booked my flight. Mom found a hotel. We stayed in a, a Hampton Inn in Secaucus, New Jersey, because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what, I, I never booked anything Hold like on. that. <laughs> I'm sure it tells, but where was the actual party in the city? It was in Manhattan. My mom's like, I found a good rent in Secaucus, New Jersey. It's only, you just have to take a taxi. And I was like, okay, I didn't know. I'd never been to New York before. Sounds close. So, yeah. so Stacy and I stayed in Secaucus, New Jersey's and we, we drove into the city in a taxi. And one night there was this big party and there was this very tall man standing next to me. And I just kind of looked up at him and I was like, he's a very handsome, tall man. And uh, Stacy's like, I think that's Montel Jordan. And then one of the people at the radio station that I worked with, his name is Mark Feather. He goes, Montel, this is Mercedes. She's one of the interns at our, at our radio station. He's like, nice to meet you. And I was like, and I was like, oh my God, it's the, this is how we do it guy. Like, oh my gosh. And he was so nice. And we kept bumping into him at the end of the, uh, throughout the night. And he's like, Mercedes, the intern, Mercedes, the intern. He kept saying that. I was just like, wow, Montel Jordan knows who I am. It was very exciting. Now you said party. So give us more details of the actual party. We drinking, did you get drunk? And where was crazy. it at? Were you 21 uh, okay. at the time? I was just 21. Right. Just 21. So yes. And, um, okay. So I don't remember where it was. I just mm. remember it was at like this restaurant that had two levels there was a and like the top level was kind of like a bar the downstairs were was more like seated and stuff and so everyone was walking was it called butter it was called butter i think the restaurant was called butter that's very 90s restaurant in new york city butter that sounds like a, a 90s new yeah, york city and, restaurant and, and so and then most people were going upstairs and that's where montel was with his you know crew his record crew and and all the people there and it, this was like 
I think this is coming down towards his fame, but still relevant enough that people would know who he was. And I was just starstruck. I couldn't believe it. That's like the first celebrity, like real celebrity that I had ever met. It was very exciting. How long were you there for? Uh, the, we were there the whole night. I no, mean, like I in New York City. Just oh, in New York. That oh, is a week-long um, conference. No, it, we were there. I think we went like on a Thursday and came back on a Sunday. It wasn't very long. It was like three days. It was in and out. And we stayed in Secaucus the whole time. It was very, St- it was so bad. Steph is researching. There's no Hampton Inns in Secaucus. I know. And I also <laughs> was wondering, I was going to ask what kind of conversations you had. Did you have any thorough conversations? Anything detailed? It was really loud. So it was mostly like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Just the pe- pleasantries. So I guess I'm kind of being loose when I say I partied with him, but we were at the same party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Like he and I were doing shots or anything together. That's what I mentioned. <laughs> Lines of cocaine. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. No, those are your parties, JC. This is how we do it. Come on, Montel. Oh so that's my story. Who is telling the truth and who is lying here? 702-364-9400. You can call us. You can text us with your, your guests. Uh, this one says JC is totally lying. I don't believe he would taint his body with eagles here. <laughs> this one says if Steph's is true, the poor mama dog back-to-back pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, Jan says, hmm, that's a lot of deets there, JC. We want to be specific with our stories. Lots of deets. Leave anything out. Uh, What What room number in the Hampton Inn? Do you remember? Oh, God, no. I have no idea. Uh, It it was just a really shady hotel. Why did my mom mom do this? This is before, like, jumping online, too, probably. She probably called it. She's like, (laughs) Um, Stacey says, JC is lying. What can what can we say? One of us is lying. Someone has to do it. It's a job, right? Casey doesn't believe me. She says I am lying. So let's do the big reveal. Truth teller number one. Where are you at? It's me. <laughs> really? It's me. I like partied next to Montel Jordan, and he knew me as Mercedes the intern. That is a true story. I stayed at Secaucus all of it. You, could, you can let that Montel Jordan just say that you had to stay at a Hampton Inn in Secaucus, New Jersey. I just got a text from my friend Ross, who was on that trip. He says, I remember you stayed in Secaucus. Yes. How far, how far was it Secaucus? In the, I mean, to me, that seems like a journey. You have to go to one of the tunnels, right? You know, well, yeah, and but you could see the city sure. from where we were. I remember that because my mom, that was her selling point. You you still can see the, the city from where you're staying. And I'm this. like, oh, okay, that works then. And then we get there. We're like, what the heck? Where are we? It was so scary. And literally, like my first time on a trip without a parent, I was just, my friend and I were just like, uh, it was very scary. I envision like the opening of The Sopranos, that music playing, driving into Jersey, that you and your friend like in the back of it, you know, checker cap, like, what so- are we? Weird. It was so weird. I love that. <laughs> All oh, right. Man. Truth teller number two. I'm truth teller number two. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I have a video of Momo playing or trying to bark at, at the new dog. Here, I'll try and show you guys and put the mic up. Oh, my goodness. Poor little Momo. <laughs> <laughs> I shall call uh, him Mini Me. Isn't he the cutest? <laughs> it's Holy a Mini Oh, What are you guys going to do? I do don't think? know. We really are. Epic. I mean, this all happened within less than 24 hours. So I'm, I mean, it's a great, it's, it's just we know the people. It's a great setup. And I just think Momo, in my opinion, I think Momo is ready to be a big brother. I don't know. I still got to do research. I got to talk to Jake.
excuse me, I, talk, I need to talk to James. I'm so excited. I really want a second dog. Um, I think I, I, I could decipher Momo's barks and he's like, I'm the baby. Stay away. Get away from me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Two, ba- two babies would be so awesome. And oh my gosh. Momo's think that's still young enough too, where you're still kind of going through the process together. If you get Momo's like three years old, then you're retraining a puppy and... I think this is a great time to get one. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah, I, I really think I do need some advice. So if I need any advice, JC, thank you. I, I will in. ask. I will ask around and see what how two dogs will do in a little apartment too. But we'll see. Oh, that's very exciting. Which means JC was the liar. I cannot see you in eagle's gear. I can't either. And there, I, you, you would have geeked out <laughs> if you met the coach. <laughs> there was an ounce of truth to it. I feel, sure. I feel like some stories have an out. There's always an ounce of truth to it. I did go to that Eagles game. I did have to wear an Eagles sweater because I did have one. But the hat. The going to meet the coach and everything, it did not happen. The, but. the instigator, or what was the uh, newspaper called? Uh, the Daily Intelligencer. That is, <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Superman's newspaper? The Daily Mail or the Daily Planet. <laughs> Clark like, Kent was my brother's the friend. Instiga- what was it called? The Daily Intelligencer. That Intelligencer. Is, that part was true, too. Okay, but, uh, that was the but, part I didn't believe. I'm like, I've never heard of that paper. Here's the thing, though, Mercedes. My, I, I remember I got invited. My mom's like, uh, you know, George's dad's the editor of the Intelligencer. You guys are going to be... Like some great seats, you're probably gonna meet the players. We were like top level. I'm like, <laughs> I was excited to be there, but th- there was no VIP treatment. We, I mean, we parked far away. We didn't meet any players, no coaches, and I had the Eagles sweater on, but I was still rooting for the Rams to win. She hasn't learned the rules of media credentials and media passes. You get the worst <laughs> seats in the house when it when it comes to that. That's just the way it is. Oh, uh, so funny. All right, so there you go. Someone's got to lie, right? So don't yes, get mad. Exactly. That's, that's Nobody's mad here. We job. love it. All right, up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay. The caucus. Okay. We are going to talk about love at first sight. A new survey talks about how many of us actually believe in the phenomenon. Also this morning, have you ever been in a fight, like a physical fight? How many Americans say they have? And speaking of fights, a guy goes after his co-worker after his co-worker made this one statement to him. We'll tell you what set him off coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. If you don't believe in love at first sight, then this may change your mind. A new survey reveals that half of Americans knew their partner was the one the instant they met them. That's the takeaway from a new survey of 2,000 Americans, all of who have been with their current significant other for an average of six years. Now, according to the results, it took the typical respondent two years to decide whether they wanted to be with the partner for the rest of their lives. Some of their motivating factors included having an affectionate partner, growing together over time, showing commitment, and learning to be better towards each other. You first set your eyes on Matt, your husband. Did you know that he was going to be your partner for the rest of your life? Did you know that he was your soulmate? I didn't. And I i mean, that's nothing, to, you know, I'm not talking poorly of him. I didn't. I, I wasn't sure. I was very cautious. So, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. one of those people that's like, I'm going to latch on, you know. It's just I had no idea. <laughs> I thought he was super nice and I thought he was super cute. But no, I did not know that I was going to end up marrying him. How about you? Uh, no, same thing. I thought when Laura walked in, she was my intern in Washington, D.C. She walked in for an interview. I remember she had a green folder because her interview was on St. Patrick's Day. And I thought she was very hot. Uh, We hired her, but I didn't 
to think I would be spending the rest of my life with her. Yeah, it's just weird it, over time. And that's, I mean, I think that love at first sight, I do, I do think that, you know, there's that attraction at first sight. I know mm. we talk about lust at first sight and all that. But um, for the people that do instantly say, oh, I know I'm going to marry that person one day. I think that's so I think that's so cute. I, I think that's so adorable and so romantic. And I do believe it happens. I really do. It just didn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> also this morning, Fight Club fans are going to like this question. Have you ever been in a fight? Heated arguments don't count. We're talking about physical fights with punches thrown. Have you ever been in one? Um, schoolyard. That's it. Like, like, like getting into some fights in the schoolyard that happened. So this is elementary school, but I don't consider that like a real fight. That's, you know, you're, you're out there roughhousing. One guy gets upset. Next thing you know, you're throwing some punches. You get a little bit of fight. The teacher breaks it up. Someone gets punished and you move on. But not, a, not as an adult. Uh-uh. No. I, I feel like not that is considered a fight. Okay. I, I do. I, and if that is considered a fight, I have been in a fight. If it counts with like your brother, my brother and I, they would have to pull us apart. My like brother and fights. I, we would punch each other. We would try to hurt each other. <laughs> it was really bad. When's the last time you guys had a fist fight? Oh, gosh. I, I don't know. I would guess I was probably eight years old uh-huh. and then he was six or something like that. A new poll asked Americans and over a third of us have been in a fight before. 36% said yes, including 23% of women and half of men. And 23% of people said they've been in more than one fight in their life. Younger people were less likely to say they've been in a fight. Less than a quarter of adults under 25 said yes. And the age group that's thrown the most punches is people in their late 30s to mid 40s. 44% have been in a fight before. Anybody listening, have you been in a fist fight with someone over the past six months, the past year? What happened? Why'd you get in a fight and how did it end? And if I was sitting by you at the Raiders game, I expect you to call right now because there was a big fight right next to me. My husband had to move me out of the way. He was worried I was going to get hurt in it um, at the, the Raiders game on uh, on Monday night. And it was these two, I would guess, mid-40s, maybe even early 50s guys got into it. I don't know what happened, what was said, but one went up to him, started pointing his face. Then they started, like, pawing each other, like pushing faces with open hands and then they started pushing each other and I was like oh gosh here we go I have no idea what they were upset about but it was ridiculous. Did the game start? Did something happen at the oh, game at that was, point? It was in the middle of the game I don't know I, if one was yelling something at another I don't know what happened it was just it was funny and it took forever for security to get there we kept, we keep looking up we're like is uh-huh. anyone going to show up and then I said to my husband I'm like should I go get security and he's like no they'll come soon just they'll see Especially when everyone starts looking up, yeah. looking away, like, oh, what's happening up in that section? Oh, it was ridiculous. Okay, finally, this morning. So, a Five Guys burger joint in Pennsylvania almost got knocked down to four guys the other day. Let me tell you why. 51-year-old Anthony Tolls was working at a shift at Five Guys in Altoona, Pennsylvania on Sunday. And one of his coworkers accused him of not working hard enough. So, Anthony responded by grabbing a pen... And stabbing him in the head with it. Not, they were arguing before it happened and took it outside to the parking lot. That's where Anthony threatened to kill the other guy and grabbed the pen from his sock. I guess we got prison rules here. Here's my pen. Um, the co-worker ended up with a big gash on his head right behind his ear. He's going to be okay, though. Anthony did get arrested. He's facing felony charges for aggravated assault and an attempt to cause uh, serious bodily injury. And then going back to our previous story, that uh, number just went up just a little bit of the people who have been in a fight in their lifetime. This may go back to, to truth, two truths and a lie, but I was stabbed by a pen. Someone stabbed me with a pen. I was I was in, in high school and my buddy Jim 
Jared Daniels was sitting in front of me, and I was like doing some flicking his ears, doing something. He kept telling me, "Stop, stop!" And I would stop and then flick his ears. And I, uh, he just turned around with his pen and he swung his pen. And I've got you can see I've got a scar on my right bicep. You should have saved that for next week's story. I, I know. I, I never would have believed it. I never would have believed it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I I never got stabbed by a pen. I got uh, stapled by a stapler before in a, in a fight or just no, you just a, something. This stupid kid in my class was like, "Hey, let me see something." He take a, took a stapler up against my. Well, I was the idiot that put my hand uh-huh. out. Um, I, uh, he goes, "Let me see your thumb," and I stuck it out. And he took a stapler and he, and he stapled my <laughs> thumb. I was like, ah! I started crying, and the t- the t- is like, oh, come here. And she grabs a stapler m- remover and pulls it out of my thumb. It was so, it was so ridiculous. I was stabbed with a pen. Mercedes was stapled with a stapler. What Coming were threes. you stabbed with? Stapled uh, with. <laughs> well, I got seven stitches on my eyebrow before I was one years old. I don't know. That's really it. I haven't really got stabbed or anything. Um, what? Why did oh, you get the stitches? Um, I. T- well, my uh, aunt had a was sitting on the recliner, and underneath the recliner, you know those like sharp middle parts that move the recliner yeah. up. I was crawling too fast, and while she was reclining back, I my eyebrow slit through. And last time, my aunt ever watched me. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Ouch. Okay, here coming up. Don't forget nine forty. Those tickets for you to Disneyland. That's the latest from the weekend. Take my breath on Mix 94.1. It is 7.05 Mercedes in the morning. Sometimes companies, they really go above and beyond for their employees. And usually around the holidays, you'll see some people getting just massive holiday bonuses or fantastic gifts, or maybe they get to go on a trip somewhere. Do you work for one of those companies? And if so, what is the best perk? Maybe it's not even holiday related. Maybe it's just where you work, you get this perk and it is awesome. You're like, oh my gosh, you will not believe what I get at my job. And what is it? 702-364-9400. I was telling Mercedes off the air about a buddy of mine. I got this text message yesterday because on the show yesterday, I was talking about the Rolling Stones and my mom was a fan of the Stones, which made me be a fan of the Rolling Stones. And he shot me a note after the show and he said, hey, I was listening today and heard about the Stones as you were growing up. And then he asked me, are you going to Allegiant on November 6th? My company is having our Christmas party there in a few boxes. So if you're going, we got to catch up and have a drink. And I wrote back saying, that is one amazing Christmas party. I'm going to check out the tickets. If we go, we should, sure, we meet up for a drink. And he wrote back, yeah. The owner said we didn't have one last year due to COVID. So I'm doubling up this year. And everyone should see the Stones at some point in their life. So the owner of his company is like, we didn't have a Christmas party last year, so we're going to have one this year. It's going to be a couple boxes at Allegiant Stadium. So that's the party itself. And oh, yeah, the Rolling Stones are going to be playing in the background. How cool is that? That's a really cool party. Wow. I mean, especially if you're a fan. it's That's that's incredible. I, I can't. I got to believe that was not cheap either. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, wow, that is one. And so it's happening in early November, but still, that is one incredible Christmas party. Yeah. Does anyone else get like a cool party or perk or something just because they work at the, a certain place? And, and what is it? What's your best company perk? 702-364-9400. Let's talk to Vanessa. Vanessa, good morning. What is it for you? Hi. Um, I work at the cell phone company, and we went on a four-day cruise to Mexico. All expenses paid. Wow. How many people were there that went? 
Um, there were like about 30 people that went to the cruise. Oh, oh my gosh. That, I mean, yeah. th- to do something like that, I know a lot of businesses. There's a business that I know. Well, I talk about him, Farhan Nakvi. He takes his whole office to Cabo. No. And like, like they all go and they eat and they have fun and he like totally takes care of them. It is the coolest thing ever. I'm just like, wow. Could you imagine? No, that's awesome. <laughs> We're like, no, we can't. <laughs> we can't imagine that. <laughs> I used to love when we got this. This was back. This was in the late 90s, maybe carry through in the early 2000s. But every holiday, they would give us a, a gift card to Honey Bake Ham. It was like a $50 gift card. And that thing lasted me so long because Honey Bay Camp, you could buy sandwiches and stuff there. And so I'd get some sandwiches. I would get some ham. I would get meat. I look forward to that gift card every Christmas because that would feed me for a while. Yeah, that uh, th- that was a long time ago, though. It was. <laughs> we, don't, we don't get that anymore. Um, we got this text, though. This one says, uh, because of COVID, I work at a private college and all instructors got a 4% bonus and two paid weeks off. See, even just something like that, like give someone a, a couple extra days of vacation, uh, maybe give them a, a little bit of a cash bonus. Like I remember my dad would get a, a bonus that he'd always be so excited for. It was kind of like on Christmas vacation where he was hoping for the holiday bonus. Um, but he actually got here his, we didn't build a pool or anything. Like your boss or no, anything like nothing that. like that. Uh, this one, says, <laughs> this one's from Tony talking about perks. He says, being self-employed, I get to sleep with my secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Now that is a perk, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> wow. As long as she's receptive to it. Otherwise, <laughs> we have an issue here. I will report you. Report yourself <laughs> to your own HR, Tony. Yeah, um, this one says, I work for a local HVAC company, and the uh, owners rented out the entire Soul Belly Barbecue restaurant yesterday to celebrate a wonderful summer season to thank us. Live music, open bar, completely amazing vibes. I Aww. Did, I had a sound from there last week. Oh like, my gosh, it's so cool. Mouth-watering. It was my buddy's sandwich. He had it for lunch. I'm like, can I have a bite? I ended up eating my buddy's entire lunch. It was so good. Dude, that sounds... I've never heard of that restaurant before. It sounds delicious. Delish. We have the dirt coming up here. Justin Bieber has an awkward moment at the Met Gala. The details in just about 10 minutes. I'm just still laughing about last hour's uh, Two Truths and a Lie. <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing <laughs> Steph goes, I came in from the bathroom. Steph Uh goes, did you check the text line? I was like, no, why? She goes, someone sent us a TikTok and you're in it. And I was like, what? What? And so I go, look, and someone sent us a TikTok. Excuse me. It says, good morning. Just heard Mercedes talking about a fight in front of her at the, during the Monday night football game. And this appeared on my TikTok story. I can see Mercedes in the background. Is it a fight? And it's a fight. And and you can see me and my husband looking at it like, oh, what's happening? I got to copy and paste that's so funny but those yeah those were the two guys like why are they even fighting they were so dumb they're yelling at each other and then there's my husband moved me to the other side i was standing closest to the fight and he moved me to the other side oh, oh give me a second i'm happy to paste it um <laughs> That good looking out. Who whoever texted us that? That is hilarious. And I love. There's a fight, and someone's first instinct is, "Let's get this on TikTok." I don't. Well, and I remember seeing everyone whipping out their phones. Okay, I don't, why am I looking for you in the back? Okay, like we're right behind the guys. Like you should see me and my husband. Um, I, I'm on the other side of him, but we're like in the, oh, the guys rubbing his. Oh, it's his buddy rubbing his head. Hands up. I'm not gonna fight you. Can you see him? There's like. Can you see? 
I've been looking at oh, and then you see Matt's head kicking over your head. I, I, was, I, was, I was on the other side and then he told me, yo, you got to go over here. And it was so funny. We were dying. It was, uh, and then finally the guy left, but we still don't know why they were even fighting. I'm afraid to turn the volume Same up because there was some yeah, cursing on it, it up, but, but uh, it was pretty funny. Vinny, uh, Vinny's the one that posted it. Hey, there. thanks, Vinny, for the... Uh, you got a lot of likes on that. Over uh, 2,800 likes, 2,855 likes, so... Is this why they were fighting? So you were Vegas, Vegas Raiders fan versus Bay, Bay Area, Area Raiders fan. Is that a, is that a oh. thing now? Like, oh, you're a, Ra- you're a Vegas guy, not a Bay fan? Now, old man's getting involved. Get out of here, man! But oh. it says it was in the black hole. It was not in the black hole. We were just a little... We're a little over from the black holes. So. I like the angry guy's uh, clear fanny pack. He's following protocols when it comes to getting in the stadium. Oh, I brought my clear purse too. You know, you gotta you gotta follow the rules. Um, I was laughing. I didn't see that coming. I was laughing at. I looked up the distance between Secaucus and the Times Square because you had to go from Secaucus oh, to New York City. Gosh, Did you fun. take the subway by chance? No, we actually we we got a cab. <laughs> right now, it take you thirty minutes to get there if you left right now. 30 minutes. Well, it's it's traffic, right? Yeah, it's traffic. Yeah, it's late in the morning. Yeah. Hey, we were happy. We were just happy to be close to New York. We didn't care. We never uh, gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jason Sudeikis is getting $1 million per episode for a third season of Ted Lasso. So his salary during season one was $250,000 per episode. He, that got bumped up to 300000 per episode during season two. And so I guess they, they had to uh, see the successes of the show, and they're paying him more money. And it looks like everyone is getting raises. So other characters like Rebecca, Roy Kent, Coach Beard, they're getting raises. Right now they're getting fifty to seventy-five k per episode. They're getting bumped up to six figures per episode. That's they deserve it. That's a great show. And I thought this past week's episode was so so good. Did you watch it yet? Uh my wife. We started to watch it on Sunday night. I was exhausted and I fell asleep, oh. so I was really into it. I was just tired, and she said it was fantastic. That too. ending was like no. It was so good. Yeah. I can't wait for you to see it. Mm. I'm drinking a lot of tea this morning. Sorry, I had to take a sip. Uh, we mentioned this earlier in the week. Alanis Morissette, she made some startling revelations in the new documentary that's coming out. It's called Jagged. And we mentioned that she's no longer supporting this HBO documentary. And, and we now know why. In a statement, Alanis says that the documentary contains stuff that's, quote, simply not true and accuses the filmmakers of having a salacious agenda. She said, I agree to participate in a piece about the celebration of Jagged Little Pill's 25th anniversary and was interviewed during a very vulnerable time while in the midst of my third postpartum depression during lockdown. She added, I was I was lured into a, a false sense of security and their salacious agenda became apparent immediately upon my seeing the first cut of the film. This thing is still coming out, but she's like... You guys got me. I didn't know. I was. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, she's not happy about it at all. Some of the biggest names in entertainment attended the Met Gala in New York City Monday, and Justin Bieber was the night's entertainment. So Justin walked the red carpet with wife Haley earlier in the evening, and he was actually a surprise performer. He did songs "Lonely," "Hold On," "Anyone," and "Baby." But there was one moment on the red carpet that was likely unpleasant for the Biebers. So Justin's ex, Selena Gomez, was not at the event, but some of her fans were, and they started chanting her name as the couple arrived. Oh, man. So, let's, it's, we got to move on. It's been a while. We got to move on. Well, it's, okay, let's do this. You're at an event, and the crowd starts chanting the name of the last person you dated before you started dating Matt. What name are they chanting? Jared. 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 Oh. 
That's really mean to Haley Bieber. Like, what did she do to deserve that? That's just really, really mean. See, when you put it, you put it into perspective like that. Yeah, the, why are you doing that, Steph? What's the crowd chanting? Oh, Sean. Sean, 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 Sean. Sucks. Sucks. No, I'm kidding. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Sucks. <laughs> Sunday's VMA Awards, they didn't do so great in their ratings. So ratings for the key age group, which is 18 to 49 years old, were down 17% this year. But I think this is big success here. It was a hit on social media. The show generated 38 million interactions. Look at this. It's now the year's top telecast for social media buzz. It beat the Super Bowl when it came to uh, interactions on social media. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a lot of buzz on it. I'm really surprised it didn't do that well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to me, that's a big win. You're, you're winning on social media. People are talking about your show. Exactly. Tomorrow, we're excited because the Four Corners Food Drive, telethon style, returns Tomorrow, uh, We're doing it earlier this year. This month is Hunger Action Month, and it's all to benefit Three Square Food Bank. We'll be here in the studio, telethon style. We'll have incentives for you guys. And we're going to have some cool celebrities all throughout the day, and Steph has been working so hard on celebrities. What are some of the big names that are coming on tomorrow? We are going to have... Nick Lachey and Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. Nice. And Chum Lee from Pawn Stars all in the 8 o'clock hour. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And if you guys, you know, start planning ahead and if you have anything that you can donate this year, really, really want to help out Three Square. There are a lot of people in the Las Vegas Valley that are dependent on their on, on their food bank and anything we can do to help them will be so appreciated. And like we said, we're doing it different this year. It's telethon style, so we're going to be having some fun asking for donations and, and still doing our same show, but it's just, uh, it's, it's going to it's going to be elevated. We're going to have a, a different component to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, three square can stretch a dollar. One dollar with three square can get three meals for someone, which is incredible. And we're going to have like the, the phone banks can be set up here at the radio station. We'll have a special line for you guys to call. There'll be a text line you can call and donate. So we're, we're super excited about it. We toured three square a couple weeks ago. And I had like my in my mind, I just I was picturing something different. They have such a huge operation set up to to feed, you know, take care of people and walking through that and just seeing the setup. It's, they do amazing things. They really do. And it starts tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Tomorrow and Friday, 6 to 6 p.m. Coming up one hour from right now, we got those tickets for you to go see Michael Buble. He'll be here in town on the 24th. We got your tickets when you win. Heads up. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 738, and I was doing uh, – I'm – I'm not copying you. I'm changing things a little bit. I'm doing garage workouts now. I need to lift weights more. I kind of just started going all cardio and I was like, you know what? I need to start lifting more weights. So I have a bunch of, I don't have a barbell. I do want to buy a barbell, but I have a bunch of like different, um, weights uh, as far as hand weights. I have a couple kettlebells and stuff like that. And so yesterday I was in the garage doing some some weights and I was sweating because number one, it was hot in the garage, but I didn't want to do it outside where my neighbors could see. Mm. So and I didn't want to clunk weights around in my living room. So I was in the garage. I was doing some weights. And when it was all said and done, I was just dripping with sweat. I just, ugh, it was gross. So I went upstairs to take a shower and I think... And I, I wonder if other ladies can relate to me on this. I don't think, guys, you, you can imagine how annoying it is. But one of the worst physical sensations that is entirely painless has got to be trying to take off a wet sports bra. That is 
first of all, it's very difficult. Second of all, it hurts. It is. It, what a what other physical sensations are absolutely the worst that are not painful. Obviously, you know, getting smacked in the head or something like that. That's painful. Not a good physical sensation, but just things that you feel that are like, oh, I hate that feeling. Taking off a wet sports bra is one of the most difficult things to do out there. And this is the worst feeling ever. Because it's sticking to your skin is, and you're just trying to peel that thing and you, you up just, and over. You, you can't, can't get pull it. it over your head and your arms get stuck there's in no it. There's no slack to it because it's, it's wet. It's so, and they're so tight. Steph, no. have you ever tried to pull off a wet sports bra? Ugh. It's, it's like almost worst. impossible. It sucks too because um, like the elastic ones at the bottom that are really, really tight. Do you know which ones I'm yes. talking? Yes. Oh, those are harder. But like the loose ones, the less. What What's the word? Um, uh, the things that hold it up. Like the not the padding. There's a word for what kind of bras you have. There's like very high tightening and then like loose tightening ones. Oh, like the um. Like, I know what you're talking about. Uh, every other woman knows what you're talking about, too. Um, the support. Yes. Like, the full support. And then, then the light support. Light support, yeah, you can kind of whip that off. But um, what other, what is the worst physical sensation that is entirely painless? 702-364-9400. I maintain it is pulling off a wet sports bra. As a matter of fact, I just got a text here from Nikki. It said, I actually pulled a muscle trying to get a wet sports bra off. It was terrible. Uh, Is there an equivalent to that? This one uh, says, scratching anything with nails that were just cut short. I hate that feeling. It's like I'm not doing anything, but yet still trying my hardest. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I have pretty long nails, but when you get them cut and you try to scratch, it's like there's nothing there. It's a different sensation. I woke up on either Saturday or Sunday and felt the sneeze coming on. Like, I got to sneeze. Nothing, but I just, there was like the buildup, like I just had this buildup in my nose and my sinuses, like there's a sneeze coming, like when's the sneeze going to happen? So the anticipation of a sneeze, the buildup, and it was probably about a good 45 minutes, so finally, there were some false sneezes too, ah, come on, <laughs> sneeze, and then finally you get that release of that sneeze. Hallelujah. That yeah, when it finally releases. But the uh, tease in the nose is not fun. No, no wet sports bra, but it, it's, it's a little irritating in that nose. This one comes from Matt. He says, I've had sleep paralysis a couple of times and it's horrible. You try with every ounce of strength to move and roll over, but you just can't. I can only imagine that this would be could be something along the lines of what someone who may be paraplegic might feel every day, and it makes me so sad. Yeah, have you had sleep paralysis before? I did once in uh, 1999. Had a little bit of a bout of it, and it was the scariest thing. I was I was taking a nap, came up from the radio station, was lying down, taking a nap, and I I could not wake up. I mean, I was waking up, but I could not move my body. I could not get up. It freaked me out. I didn't want to go to sleep that following night. It was so scary. It's really scary. Let's talk to Jessica. Jessica, what is one of the worst physical sensations that is not painful? Uh, so I thought it was the opposite of trying to put back on a wet bathing suit after going to the restroom, trying to wiggle it back on. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, my gosh. I never want to go to the bathroom when I'm wearing a wet bathing suit. I'm like, this is, oh, no. What? And then, I mean, not to get into too much detail, but then you uh, you go to wipe and it's like, you know. The, oh, God. Y- you know. Yeah, everything oh, gets stuck. Yeah, uh-huh, it's like, yeah, uh-huh. oh, come on. 
<laughs> Jessica, it's so gross. Yeah, so <laughs> so relatable. Thank you uh, for that. This one is from Jessica. She said another Jessica. She says bed spins after drinking too much. That feeling. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. Uh, walking through an unseen spider web. Oh, that's like the, 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 the like. There's no spider on me. You're freaking out, but someone sees you. Like, what is that person doing over there right now? Yeah, uh, being tickled, having an itch on your privates, and not being able to scratch it. And then, uh, uh, but when you think someone waves at you, so you wave at them, and they were actually waving at the person oh. behind you. <laughs> That's a daily occurrence in my life. Oh. And then you reach for your hair. That's what I do. I reach like I was playing with my hair. Like I wave before I touch my hair or something. I Everyone don't know. Everyone does that, right? Yeah, Why sure. do I do that? That is so true. Oh. Let's talk about what's coming up next, which is the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, American household income. How did it rise or fall last year? We'll give you a, we'll let you take a wild guess on that one. We're going to also talk about how we reward ourselves when we work out. And a guy really was adamant about skipping every line at Disneyland. Wait until you hear what he did to accomplish this. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Justin Bieber, the Kid Leroy Stay. That's the only non-Drake song that's in the top 10 of the Billboard charts this week. Kind of crazy. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 It's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Well, American household income. Did it rise or did it fall last year? According to New Census data, Income fell last year for the first time since the Great Recession in 2011, and that was all due to the pandemic. The median household income decreased 2.9% to $67,500 between 2019 and 2020. The census also found that the number of people with full-time jobs fell by $13.7 million last year. That is the biggest drop since the agency started tracking the data in 1967. Despite that, the number of people living in poverty, it, it, it did actually decline last year when taking into account government aid. So mm, okay. uh, th- th- some some good news on that. And hopefully this year we show it. I mean, obviously, the numbers have already shown that there's going to be some big improvements, but still not where we were. And you hear about so many businesses, too, that need help. They need they need employees and they're not finding uh, people to come in for jobs. There's, yeah. there's a lot of jobs out there, too. Yeah, definitely. And and looking for qualified workers. And fortunately, they're not able to fill those positions. Also this morning, exercising comes with a lot of benefits like feeling better, living longer. But a new poll found most Americans say, ah, forget it. I want stuff. Two thirds of people say they'd be more motivated to get healthy if it came with a material reward of some <laughs> kind. And two thirds of us already reward ourselves in various ways for working out or hitting fitness goals like if you go to the gym, then you can have pizza this weekend. Uh, most people say they'd be even more likely to get healthy if they got something like a gift card or discount to their favorite store. 41% of people say they want cash. 17% say they want concert tickets. And 16% say they'd be more motivated to work out if they got a medal or a trophy for it. You I mean, work, come on. What if you, you you do an Apple ringies thing you, you complete? What if you do all week long, you complete all your rings, you get a medal? Would that 
encourage you to do more. They are, they actually offer that. I got a notification this morning that says you're halfway through September. You only need 800 and some more exercise minutes to win the September challenge. And I'm just like, okay, I'm probably not going to hit that. Let's be honest. Like I'll, I work out about mm, 40, a half hour to 45 minutes a day. I'm not going to work out another 800 and some minutes. It's just not going to happen. You can do it though. You're I don't there. need the medal. I don't need the medal. Uh, things that we, des- we think deserve a reward include losing weight, buying healthier groceries, going to the doctor and learning a new exercise routine. The thing with working out is I, I do the reward with food and I, and, and I got home last night. Just wasn't too, too happy with the way I've been looking recently. So I'm like, I'm really going to work out hard outside. And so I did the out- outdoor workout. I was feeling great. I'm like, all right, now time to order some dinner. And I just went unhealthy. And then as I'm eating that dinner, in my mind, I'm saying, you worked out really hard. You can do this. And then you finish that unhealthy meal. You're like, oh, why I, I do that? I go, I, like, I, I, I go both ways on that. Like, same thing. I'll say, oh, I did really well this week. Uh, this weekend I'll have, you know, pizza or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, But then on the other side, it's like, you know what? Life is too short. But obviously, you know, you want to be healthy to live a longer life. But... Why do we beat ourselves up over little things like that? I mean, someone like you, you're like, I don't like how I look. And and I'm sorry, but you look great. But we get into our own heads and make things worse than they really are. Yeah, I mean, everyone's, I think, picky about their own, about their bodies and how they look and and maybe want to improve things. There's certain things in my body that I want to improve that I've slacked over the past year uh, with my workout habits. And so, yeah, it was just one of those moods last night. And it wasn't even that. And I, I kind of do the same thing, too, Mercedes. Like, we'll have, like, some chocolate in the house or something. And I'll take a little bite. I'm like, ooh. And then I'll say to myself, dude, just enjoy it. Well, that's the thing. We, make, we make food, like, so, ooh, we shouldn't do mm-hmm. this. It's like, no. It's, uh, it tastes good. It made me happy. Got some endorphins going here in my brain that I need. Mental health is just important as physical health. So let's do this. <laughs> you know? Uh, finally, this morning, how far would you go? To skip all the lines at a theme park. A report just came out about a 30-year-old guy in Florida who went to Disney World this summer. And he managed to skip every line by posing as a Disney tour guide. For several days in June, employees noticed there were a bunch of unapproved overrides on an app that their VIP tour guides use, meaning people were cutting in line even though they hadn't paid for a tour. So a fraud investigator kept his eyes posted, uh, appealed on this. And on June 4th, he saw a man he didn't know leading a tour and bypassing a line in their Hollywood Studios park. Oh, my gosh. It's not clear if he was leading friends or random guests on the tour or how many people were with him. But Disney shut it down immediately and the guy started walking to the parking lot. They followed him to his car and he eventually admitted he had an official Disney World iPad that only guides are supposed to have access to. So that's how he was doing it. We don't know where he works, but he said his boss lent it to him and he gave them a name. And it turned out they knew who he was talking about because the person had done it before. That's all we know. But they kicked him out of the property and they decided not to press charges on this one. Uh, brilliant thinking, though. Well, your, your buddies, your friends, or the, the the group that you're showing around, you're dressed up like the tour guide. Who's going to stop you? It's like walking into a, a concert venue back in the day with a clipboard. Like, oh, he's got a clipboard. He must mean business. And a headset. Yeah, As long as you have those, <laughs> that, go, go ahead. Go wherever you want to go. If you act like you're supposed to be there... 
Nine times out of ten, people are not going to question Yes. You. It's it's kind of crazy. We've been doing events somewhere, and I'll, I'll walk in. I'm supposed to be there because the radio station, but they don't know who I am. But I just know that I'm supposed to be there, so walk right walk right past security because you, you know you belong there, and they don't say anything. It's so weird how that works. I remember once at one of our events, uh, it was a bite of Las Vegas, and, and there was a, 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 like a, a VIP area. It was like a staff area where you know you, we could hang out, eat, you know, take a break and stuff, and there were some artists back there, and and this I was I just happened to be standing there. I wasn't like working security or anything like that. And this woman starts walking back and I was like, I'm sorry. Um, you, <laughs> do you remember this? I, I just put my hand. I go, I'm sorry. I go, do you have a pass? I just kind of noticed her. She goes, I work for the radio station. And I don't think she knew that I also did. I, I, and I was wearing a mixed shirt, which is weird. And I go, oh, really? Um, what do you do? And because it's happened before where we've had new hires and I didn't meet them. Mm-hmm. And she goes, um, I, I have a, I, I have an on air shift. And when she said it like that, it was, I was like, I go, Oh really? What's your name? And she's, she said one of our coworkers names. And I was like, no, I actually know her. I work with her. You're not her. And then she just turned around and walked away. <laughs> I was like, okay. Was, Wouldn't it be great if she said, I'm Mercedes from Mercedes in the morning. Who are you? It was so funny. I was like, uh, no, actually, I know her. She's back there. And that's not you. <laughs> Give her credit for trying. Yeah. But yeah, it's fantastic. We have your tickets to go see Michael Bublé. You have to sneak in with a clipboard. We've got your tickets. And we got them at 825 when you win. Heads up. Duncan Lawrence Arcade. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning in like five minutes here. We got your tickets to go see Michael Bublé. And, and Mercedes, you saw Michael Bublé in concert before. Would you say he's one of your, the best concerts you've ever seen? He's tied for first. Really? Yeah. He is tied for first on my, my best com- concerts ever. He is so uh, fantastic. He well, First of all, he... He sounds fantastic. His voice, the songs, just such a variety, um, so much fun. And secondly, he's really funny and he stops in the middle and he has he's got jokes, man. He is he's an entertainer all the way around. So he is tied for my top concert ever. Oh, okay, who is he tied with? I'll give you a wild guess. Uh Ice Cube or Metallica? Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. At the House of Blues. Okay. He was so good. And I've seen him there twice and that is just like the oh, that's one of my favorite venues, concert venues is the House of Blues. I just love seeing concerts there and just knew every word. So much energy and great crowd energy too. Like a good crowd, no fights. Everyone's just happy to see Cube. The whole experience of an Ice Cube concert, specifically at that venue, is incredible. So yeah, Michael Bublé and Ice Cube, best concerts I've ever seen. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's go down this road here. What was the best concert, best concert you ever saw? But let's represent the other side. You give us the best. I want to know, what, what was the worst concert you ever attended? Oh, no. And there could be different reasons why it was the worst concert, but what was the worst concert? Because not every artist is going to have a home run concert. There's bad nights. Everyone has bad days. It was, it was, oh, man. Okay, I just want to say I love this person. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gone to their concert. I love their music. I was so excited to see her perform. I just couldn't stand it. And we got there, and it was just a complete bust. She was late. She didn't want to be there. It was Lauren Hill. It was just, it was, she was in a bad mood that night. And <laughs> Did she tell the crowd that he, I, he, he, I he, don't he know get a vibe? What, I, we just left. 
like she was so late and then when she was finally out there she didn't want to sing any of the hits like this and and i get it like you know oh it was not good it was not good i'm hoping it was just a one-off bad night and that she had uh, she was great everywhere else but yeah for me, it, I, I think it was Lauren Hill. What about for you For you guys? 702-364-9400. The best and the worst when it comes to live music and concerts. What is it for you? For me, the best would be U2. The first time I saw them in concert, them in 1992, their Zoo TV tour. It was in Philadelphia, Veterans Stadium. And it, it was just, it was a performance. It was extra special, too, because my, my brother, who's eight years younger than me, is a, was a huge U2 fan, too. And I brought him in as a, as a last-minute sub. I, some buddies lined up, and they canceled and stuff. And I remember they got home from school that day, and, and I, I looked at him like, hey, you want to go to the concert tonight? He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. So me and my brother drove down to the stadium, and they had flying cars, and it was just an awesome, awesome experience. Nice. It, it was kind of raining at one point. Like you said, Mercedes, that crowd energy. So th- that was my favorite concert of all time, best concert of all time. Worst concert on the other spectrum. And, and and same thing. I bought tickets to go see this guy. I'm not going to mention the venue, but uh, it was John Mayer. And the reason was because there were sound issues that night. He came out, and he's just it's him and a guitar. I forget what song he's playing. It just it sounds off. Speakers sound off. And then he finishes a song, and he's like, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, really? It was just the, the sound. We left early. It was bad. It was, And I was bummed, too, because it's John Mayer. So many hit songs, and he puts on a good show, I think. Uh, but it was just bad acoustics and the mic and stuff. It was it was a bad night, and wasn't I think it was out of his control. He can't control how the mic sounds, but I'll never forget when he got out there. Hey, Los Angeles, you doing tonight? You good? Oh man, I've seen him twice in concert. He was really good both times. I'm wondering if it had something to do with the venue, or yeah, just like a sound issue. But I mean, was he was he at least trying? Oh yeah, he was performing, but it was just the sound was so bad. Oh. And then he went another song, and it's just like, oh, this doesn't sound right. Oh man, I, I, was it with the John Mayer trio? That's when I saw. That was one of the times I saw him. Um, it was um, was a recent one. Let me put oh, it was recent. Yeah. Okay, that was for a New Year's like f- several years ago. Um, that's the venue. I don't want to say it on. Oh the no, I didn't see him there. I didn't see him there. Um, that's a bummer. He's usually pretty good, but yeah, it happens. They have off nights. Sometimes the sound in certain venues does not sound good. What about for you guys? 702-364-9400. Which concert was the, like the absolute best experience? Could have, could not have asked for anything more. And which concert experience were you like, really? I paid for these tickets. Um, <laughs> and someone just texted us. It says, OMG, that's how I feel about Christina Aguilera. She was so late. This one says, I went to a Lauren Hill concert like 10 years ago and same. She was three hours late, kept leaving the stage after every song. And then this one says, same thing happened when I saw Bruno Mars. He was drunk. Really let me down. The worst. Pink and 21 Pilots are the best. I see. And I've that's the first negative Bruno Mars review I've ever heard. Every time I've I've never seen him in concert and I want to see him so bad. But every time I hear about him, it's so good it's so positive we saw him new year's eve uh at the cosmopolitan a few years back and he just when he comes out you talk about energy that whole place is already there's already it's new year's eve there's excitement there's energy like how can the energy get get even bigger he came on stage and it's like boom a shot of adrenaline to everyone in the crowd people were just going nuts this one says best concert tie bruno mars and Cher. so there we're getting a, a positive one uh prince all three times the best bobby brown he bared his he bared his rusty butt. <laughs> I, 
I don't. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, I'm sorry. That doesn't sound like a good experience. Best concerts tied between Katy Perry, Madonna, and J Lo. I haven't been to a bad one yet. That's good. Rochelle, what about you? Mine was Cars. The worst was Cars. Um, okay, so was drunk and fell off the. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Who's going to drive uh-huh. home? And, the, the ambulance. And the yeah. And MC Hammer was the best. He did an amazing show. I can see why he went in debt. Uh, Rochelle, can I ask you? Because I, I, I love the cars. I really do. Was it, did you see it? I he, do, too. Did you, was it here in Las Vegas? Was it Thomas and Mac? Yes. 1984? Yes. yes. Yep. Oh, man. Yes. Rico Kasich, yeah, come terrible. on. That was September of 1984, so you're like on the anniversary of that concert. That, that bonds me out to hear that it was a bad show. Yeah, uh, it was awful. Oh, thanks for calling, Rochelle. Let's talk to Danielle. Danielle, best and worst concerts? Uh, my best concert was actually a Counting Crows, John Mayer uh, duo concert. Uh, that, you know, they played back-to-back. That was my absolute best. I so I can like, vouch for his performance. <laughs> I feel like I kind of remember that. Where was that at? Was that a tour? It was in Salt it was in Salt Lake, I think in two thousand Nine? Was that a tour like they did together? I don't do you like, yeah. kind of remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. And yeah. do you have a worst one? I I I don't. I'm a lucky girl. That's I've great. only seen the best concerts. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for calling. Uh, this one says, worst had to be Motley Crue at the Hard Rock. Vince spent more time holding the mic out in the audience. Oh, when they had the crowd sing instead of the artists. It's like, why are we having to do the work? You're the one getting paid. Could you please just sing? Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, worst concert ever. I feel like I got cheated because all he played was Darius Rucker songs. False advertising for sure. Uh, this one says, I saw Bruno on New Year's Eve at the Cosmopolitan 2. One tickets through mix. Best concert ever. Ooh, love to hear that. I know. I love that too. And then... Uh, we're, you're getting a lot of good ones. 21 Pilots, a lot of good reviews on 21 Pilots. Uh, Imagine Dragons and Justin Timberlake are great. And then Demi Lovato was not friendly, was not fun. Oh, I wonder if she was going through one of her rough patches. Yeah. I, I, I try to make excuses for everyone no, having she, an off night, but, but you just don't know. Yeah, like Lauren Hill. Was probably, someone was going on that night. She was bad. John Mayer. Amazing. But it was, it was the sound system was awful, so that was a bad concert for me. Other people say it's, I'm, she, he's a great show, but it just it happens sometimes. And yeah. Nico Kasich, drunk and falls off the speakers. <laughs> it happens. We've all had one too many, and we're like, hey, I can, this speaker can hold me, and no, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that sounds like an awesome concert. What happened? Rick Kasich was drunk, and he fell off the speaker. Of the Thomas and Mac. Oh man! Well, how would you like to go see a really good concert, Michael Bublé? I will vouch for that, right? Yeah, and- caller twenty right now seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Your caller twenty, you're gonna play heads up and and the great concert like you said, Mercedes. September twenty fourth, T-Mobile Arena. If you want to go, just be caller twenty right now. Your category, we have it. It's National Actors Day, so we're we're the category is Hollywood. We'll give you a little hint on on what you're gonna be guessing there. You do get to pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you play 702-364-9400. Got a text from a buddy, Mercedes. Worst concert, Lauren Hill in Switzerland at the Jazz Fest. Uh-huh. She was late. The crowd walked out. Lots of off nights, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. No commercials till 930. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Rob, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? 
Oh, I'm ready. Okay, your category today is Hollywood. National Actors Day was last Wednesday. So these are all just different actors and actresses, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Let's go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Rob, here's the deal, buddy. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you get tickets to see Michael Buble. You start now. She was one of the Golden Girls. She's a national treasure. We must secure her um, older lady. Betty White. Yes. Um, He was in Magic Mike, really hot guy. Um, He was. Yes. This guy, he is Captain Jack Sparrow. He is in a bunch of movies. Johnny Uh, Depp. Yes. She is Katniss Everdeen in the Hunger Game movies. Um, She is uh, in a bunch of movies that I can't remember right now. Um, uh, I can't remember either. Okay, pass, pass. She was married to Brad Pitt. She's Maleficent. Um, Angelina Jolie. Yes. He was in Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12, married to um, Amal. George Clooney. Yes. He is in, um, he's Morpheus. He is um, in Pulp Fiction. He's like always saying bad words. Samuel Jackson. Yes. 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 Oh, my gosh. I think we had two seconds left, and you got it, Rob. Congratulations. Nice job. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Rob. Great cadence. You guys got it done, too, with two seconds to spare. Oh, my gosh. I'm sweating. (laughs) (laughs) It was Jennifer Lawrence. That was the one we got stuck on, by the way. But you got it. Didn't matter. Tickets to Michael Buble. Congratulations, Rob. You're all set with those. That concert is uh, Friday, September 24th. Now, next hour, less less than one hour, right around 940, we have your tickets to Disneyland, a four-pack tickets to Disneyland. Today's the last day this week that you can get those tickets. we got them for you coming up next hour. It's Mix. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It's 847. My husband told me I was creepy. Has anyone ever told you you were creepy? Hmm. Like there's 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 <laughs> being a creeper. Oh, you're being a creeper right now. Uh-huh. He goes, you're creepy. And I was just like, no one's ever called me creepy before. But I did something last night that he thought was really creepy. And I I wasn't intending to be creepy. But the more I think about it, there are certain phrases that you can say when when that when spoken, they just sound completely normal. I say a phrase normally and that's that's that. But when you whisper it, they sound creepy. And that's what I did last night. I said a phrase that if I just said it to you normally, you probably wouldn't think anything of it. But uh, when I saw my husband, I whispered it to him and he goes, that's you're creepy. And the phrase was, I'm just going to say the phrase normally. Okay. So JC, um, I've been looking for you. Hey, I'm right here. I went to the bathroom. I'm back. Yeah. Okay. I've been looking for you. (laughs) (laughs) so he i was i was looking for him i thought he was in the garage and i go out there he's not in there i I started i'm like matt and he's now downstairs and i go upstairs and he's laying on the bed and he i mean it wasn't even time for bed he just i guess he had a headache and he laid down and so i went up to him and i touched his leg and he opened his eyes and i go i've been looking for you (laughs) he's like creepy (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Whispering because he's lying in bed. You want to I've been looking for you. <laughs> what are, what's a phrase that sounds fine when spoken, but is actually creepy when you whisper it? 702-364-9400. Is there something else? I believe you said you had a dentist appointment this week, Friday coming up. Yes. Okay, let's put yourself in that dentist chair. Okay. You're lying there. Dentist walks in. Hey, Mercedes, good to see you. Open up wide. Yes. Okay. Yes. Dentist walks in. Hey, Mercedes, good to see you. Open up wide. Ew. I, by the way, I, I canceled my yeah. <laughs> I had to move it. I had a conflict. I had a conflict. I moved it. But I think, I think anything in the medical field, like a doctor telling you, all right, l- l- lie down, let's take a look. Lie down and let's take a look. <laughs> what, uh, on that same note, if you're in the chair and they get out that thing to numb you and you're like, okay, you're not going to feel a thing. Or how about, you're not going to feel a thing. <laughs> <laughs> terrified now what's what's a phrase normal out loud but whispered super creepy 702-364-9400 steph did you have one i did um so yesterday uh i was taking a nap on the couch in the living room and james goes out to get us some lunch and he comes back but he didn't know that i woke up while he was gone so I was on our Vivint, which is our little camera in the front of the, our apartment, and I whispered right when he walked in onto the microphone. I said, hey there. And I, right when he walked in, I pretended to sleep. I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, did you just say something to me? And I act like I'm just waking up. Who are you talking about? He's like, I just heard over the microphone. Someone said, hey there. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Oh, that like, sounds so creepy. I though. ended up con- confessing it to him, and he was so mad at me. He's like, "You messed with me. I knew it was you." But <laughs> versus, like, I come home like, "Hey there," versus, hey "Yeah, there's just something that just adds to it. It makes <laughs> it that much more creepy." Uh, it just it just triggers something. Uh, what, was, let's, what about a food thing? Mercedes, I'm going to Subway. You want a turkey sandwich? Do you want a, do you want a six inch? What? The size of a turkey sandwich at foot long. You have a couple options. Okay, whisper it now. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Everyone well, whisper. I don't know what are you asking at me. Subway. Do you want a turkey sandwich? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, at Subway you can get a six inch or you can get a foot long. Okay, so say the, say the phrase normal and say your question normal and then whisper it. Mercedes, I'm going to Subway to get a sandwich. Do you want one? Would you like a six inch? Or a foot long. I'm not going to whisper that because it's very perverted. Why? I I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. I I, I don't feel like it. everyone just whispered the sandwich no, sizes. Saying, as, just, no, as, you. If you're going to throw it out okay. there, I got to hear it whispered. Do you want a six inch, or do you want a foot long? What do you think? <laughs> Footlong sandwich, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I want a, a sandwich. Footlong is a lot of sandwich over there. Eat that's, six inch. That's three meals right Yeah, there. six inch is the perfect size at Subway. It really is. Uh, um, this one uh, just came in. Okay, I'll say it normal, and then I'll whisper it. Right. I love children. I love children. Oh, my gosh. Creeper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one says, <laughs> what? Okay. Um, can I pick your brain? Creepy. What the heck? Halloween. So- trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. <laughs> That's like right out of a Halloween movie. <laughs> Let's whis- whisper everything for the rest of the show. Some of these I can't say on the air. They're really funny. Um, <laughs> go back to sleep. 
go back to sleep. <laughs> what size shoes do you wear? <laughs> Ten. Um, oh, these candles won't go out. Try blowing on it. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. The candles won't go out. You guys out. are making me laugh. You I can't do it. You really are. The message you guys send in her. Coming up next, Saw 3. <laughs> uh, the what? Do you have one, Steph? Hey, what's for dinner? Ew. <laughs> And this, Steph, you're the hardest person. You, you, like you work the hardest. Like you really, like you're working twenty four seven. But then you drop stuff that to me is like you live a life of leisure that I'm jealous of. Like I, he got home from work and I was about to take a nap, and James went out to get us some lunch. I'm like, oh man, that's it. But at the same time, you're, you're the hardest working person I know. But then on your downtime, it's like the most glorious life of leisure. And I she love knows it. how to turn work off. She does. I do. I'm like, do not bother me. I'm. A, our boss called me yesterday, and that was during my nap. He was calling me during my nap, and I was like. What's up, Jayla? <laughs> and he's like, oh, my bad. Look, call me up. Call me when you're done. I'm taking your nap. I'm like, I'm awake now. What's up? He's like, no, 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 no. Just just let me know when you take your naps. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you when I take my naps. Let me know when you take your naps. <laughs> you're creepy. Oh, gosh. Hot three's up next. What do you got? Uh, oh, my gosh. Here's what's coming up in the hot three. Uh, family dinners. They have completely changed thanks to the pandemic. We'll tell you what's different about them now. Also, um, what is something about a man that women just, we can't help it. We find it absolutely irresistible. And a drunk woman, she uh, she crashed into her husband's car. And the whole reasoning behind it is kind of, um, kind of ironic. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. That's One Republic. The song is Someday. It's off their latest album called Human. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3. No, I probably shouldn't whisper it. Are you serious about it? <laughs> yeah. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. We love this. More lawyer, less speed. Okay, so here's one of the rare good things that has come out of the pandemic. Family dinners are lasting 15 minutes longer than they used to. Not everyone sits down for dinner every night, but when we do, it lasts an average of one hour and 25 minutes. And that is compared to one hour and 10 minutes before the pandemic. Now, that doesn't mean everyone stays seated, though. I'm sure you know people are going to ask, you know, 10 minutes in, can I be excused and get out of there or whatever? But some other stats from this poll show that 57% of people say that their family gets together for meals more often than they did a year and a half ago. 58% of people say dinner is the most relaxing part of their day. And over half of parents say cooking with their kids is a regular thing now. The most common dinner activities include sharing the... Excuse me, I have the hiccups now. <laughs> Family news and talking about your day and watching TV. I gotta hold my breath. <laughs> How do you get rid of the hiccups? <laughs> hold on. I'm not saying anything because I want this to be perfect for line of the day. <laughs> I think they're gone. Oh, Steph says she has a trick. What's her trick? You're going to hold your breath. All the breath you need, and you're going to hold it as long as you can. Okay. And then you're going to slowly let out breath. Slow, as slow as you can. Like, slow, slow, slower. 
until you die. <laughs> Did it work? I don't know. I'm saying, you know that anticipation where you're waiting for the hiccup to come back? I, I think it's gone. I think it's gone. Are oh, you supposed to scare the person? You could do that too. Oh, our boss is behind you. <laughs> ah! <laughs> They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> All right. Also, Line this of the morning. Day right there. Thank you for the hiccups. <laughs> also, this morning, uh, there's just something about tall men that women find irresistible uh their new study has come out and says unfortunately this infatuation with tall men often leads to a denial of shorter men a new study found that only four percent of women say they would be in a relationship with someone who was shorter than them that's a that seems to be what i've seen women overlook a lot of things and for some reason height is is one of those rare things that a lot of women will not overlook. They they want the man to be taller than them. <laughs> uh, when I was single, uh, I was at the Hard Rock and, and hooked up with a girl, and I said, wear boots that had like like three inch lifts on them. Like, this is the styles that you wore. <laughs> no, this is as like... in you don't still wear those, <laughs> those same like, boots. Those are like happening. JC over here like Baby Spice with his boots <laughs> and the, the big old five inch platforms. <laughs> uh, so this was the late 90s the, the heels were even higher than mercedes and this girl she was gorgeous and she was tall we were like eye to eye and i remember i got back to my apartment and um i was just getting comfortable when i took my boots off and she goes she's i'll never forget she goes boy this is different because I, <laughs> I, I got down like three inches i'm like what I'm like oh yeah you thought i was taller it's like in uh, Wee's big adventure where he goes to dance and got the bartender loads of his shoes and gives it to him that he's so short <laughs> she just goes boy this is different i'm like oh yeah uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna put money on it you never heard from her again she was out the door bye <laughs> <laughs> bye gotta go put your shoes back on yeah man a lot of women will not overlook that it's that's funny. Um, finally, this morning, a couple in southern Indiana did not get the memo about the dangers of drinking and driving, even when it was staring them in the face. According to the Indiana State Police, by the way, my my hiccups are gone. This is that was a good trick, Steph. Was it Steph's trick or the scare tactic? <laughs> it could have been that, or it could have been laughing at you being so short next to that lady. Who knows? Fifty-six-year-old <laughs> Donald Ricketts was out driving drunk on Monday night when he crossed the center line and struck a tractor trailer headed in the opposite direction. Thankfully, the other driver was not hurt. Well, after the crash, Donald called his wife and asked her to pick him up. So, fifty-five-year-old Sherelle Ricketts uh, hopped into another car and headed his. His way, but when she got to the scene, she crashed into Donald's car, which was still in the middle of the road. And get this, Sherelle was also drunk. Both of their cars were totaled. Donald was a little banged up, but Sherelle's fine. They both failed field sobriety tests after the cops arrived. Donald was later found to have a blood alcohol content level of get this, point two eight. And Jarrell was at .22, so about three times the legal limit for both of them. I'd be dead. That much alcohol. .28? That's why they say that um, a lot of people involved in drunk driving accidents, like you always wonder why is the victim mm-hmm. always the one who goes. It's, it's, it's because the drunk people are so drunk, they're just like. Their body doesn't absorb the impact. They're just like, yeah. it's just, oh, sad. man, it's really sad. Nine o'clock hour. Here we are. And this hour is when we have your tickets to Disneyland. We have them right around 940. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. This hour, 940, we have your tickets to Disneyland. A four-pack of tickets to Disneyland. We got them at 940. Heather will have them for you in the 12 o'clock hour. And then we're done for the week on those things. Because tomorrow, we start up our Four Corners Food Drive telethon. 
to benefit three square. Mercedes were starting a little bit earlier this year, but I, I think it's a great thing that we're starting it tomorrow because tomorrow, uh, September is Hunger Action Month. Yeah, and we are teaming up with three square again. You guys, in, just in the years past, you have always been so amazing and ready to to help out and we are asking for it again like jc said a little earlier this year but we want to do what we can to raise money and uh get people the food and the assistance that they need a one in six people are actually <laughs> hunger depend or what <laughs> I'm trying to go through all my notes here. I'm sorry. One in three, one in six people really depend on some outside source to get their food. And we are here to help them out. So make sure you are listening. Starting at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, we are going to go full force with the Four Corners Food Drive. Uh, The Raiders game on Monday night was so intense. And it's so funny because I know a lot of people that went to the game. And one of our coworkers at at Channel 8 went on Monday night and he took his son and, and I saw him at the station on Tuesday, and I'm like, hey, how was the game? He's like, Who's? he can't even talk. Like, it was great. I'm like, what happened to your voice? Screaming so much. So, I mean, it was such an intense game, but it's such a cool thing, too. If you went on Monday night, you were part of a historic first. At the at the first football game, Mercedes, you, you were there uh, as well. The first Raiders game at Allegiant Stadium with fans, and you were there. You were at a first, which is a really cool thing. I think that was my first first, too. I'm trying to think, like, have... Has anyone ever been to a first of something like you were the first people to do this and and what was it or you were the first person at this event uh, that ended up being uh, something annual or something that was like, wow, the first people to do this. What was it? 702-364-9400. I, I think that was my first first as far as milestones like that go you don't think any other ones were you at a, I, I i was at opening day at, at the uh coors field for the rockies but i didn't go inside this the ballpark i didn't oh, have tickets <laughs> but i was outside, outside. i was outside I, that's a first I, I don't know if i was at the game though so i don't feel like it was a first i mean i was just outside in the parking lot hanging with all the other people who couldn't get tickets it's a close second i mean you were there you were in the yeah that's kind of cool thing that's i mean up in my mind that's a first but i understand you're saying you didn't step into the stadium to make it a first what was what was your first or where what part of history were you a part of 702-364-9400 does anyone remember the las vegas locomotives we had the united football league the ufl and it was here gosh in like 2009 2010 and um, Fossil was the coach. The guy from the Giants was our head coach. And it was actually a good team. They're here for four seasons. They won the championship the first two seasons. They played out at Sam Boyd, uh, the football games. And I went to the very first game. So I was at the very first Las Vegas locomotives game. Wow. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool if you think about it. That was a big deal then. I think it's still a big deal. Um, that's th- that's something to stand by. I mean, the locomotives, I didn't even know we had a team like you, called you, the locomotives. You, apparently, a lot of people forgot we had a team because the last season, attendance was just awful. I, the, the, the very last game, I think there were 600 fans out at Sam Boyd. Sam Boyd holds 40,000. 600 fans in the stands. Wow. Uh, This one says I went to the first VGK game. It was awesome. Oh, man, I remember watching that on television. And I had goosebumps watching from my living room. I can't imagine what it was like being there. And Derek England's speech that night? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a cool one. Oh, I like this one. This is a good first. I was the first person to put an order in at In-N-Out yesterday. I was ticket number one. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's cool. That's where's the new In and Out? That's awesome. I no, just at the regular In and Out. Oh, I thought there's a new In and Out in town. <laughs> no, you're just the first one of the day. That's pretty awesome. That is great. You're, you're the you're your customer number one for the day. Uh, this Shelly says I was first in my entire family's history to attend college. Now that is a first, and yeah, that is braggable material. You should, I, I would brag about that all the time. Yeah, that's big you. stuff right there. I love that one. Um, let's see, let's talk to Debbie here. Debbie, what were you first at? Um, well, before the two fifteen opened around Windmill, they had a five k, so we went and ran down the two fifteen Beltway. So you were on the first people on it. I mean, not in a car, but you were on it. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Were you first race? Uh, no, the family. Oh. I lose my voice at the football game. Oh, that. So you were there too. You experienced that first. Yes, I totally lost my voice there. Oh man, it was a lot of fun, and I I'm excited to see how the rest of the season goes. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be. They, uh, Sunday is at Pittsburgh. Oh, that's gonna be a good game mm-hmm. for the Las Vegas Raiders. It's Mix ninety four point one. Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? Woo! Norm McDonald is trending this morning. The comedian and SNL star has died following a private cancer battle. Friends and family are just stunned at the loss of one of the funniest of his generation. His team says he passed away after a multi-year private battle that he hid from the public for nine years. He was the host of Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live from 1994 to 1998, but had a highly successful stand-up and movie career, television career. He was uh, so talented, so funny, and he was 61 years old. I remember his sitcom Norm that was on for a few seasons after he left uh, SNL. Just his appearances on Conan O'Brien, he was hysterical. Some people say that one of his greatest jokes is this moth joke. You just got to watch it us on YouTube that he did with Conan, which was just a few years ago. I mean, I had no idea that the guy was uh, battling this illness. It's so sad. Yeah, I know. And it, it, it reminded me a lot of when Chadwick Boseman passed away, yes. just where they they don't tell anyone. And and it, people will keep that matter private for whatever reason. But uh, when something happens, you're just completely devastated because you did not remember. Not that it's not devastating if you see them go through it, but it's just. Like one day, boom, you mm-hmm. you didn't expect that. So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Christmas. It's hard to believe that we're talking about this now, but I guess you need to start your Christmas shopping, people. The international president for UPS says, quote, I half jokingly tell people order your Christmas presents now because otherwise on Christmas Day, there may just be a picture of something that's not coming until February or March. Supply chain problems that hurt retailers and clogged U.S. ports are expected to continue into next year. And that means shoppers are going to face potential delays and retailers replenishing items from video games to clothing. So. Get shopping now just so you have the stuff you need. A new survey shows more than one in four holiday shoppers plan to start shopping by the end of this month. And then finally, this morning, Taco Bell is trending. Forget Taco Tuesday. Now you can get tacos every day. So Taco Bell is testing a new subscription service for tacos. You can pay five to ten bucks a month for what they are calling 
a taco lover's pass. And that's going to get you a, a taco a day for 30 days. Right now, the subscription service is only being tested in Tucson, but it could roll out to the rest of the country. If so, is that, what would you sign up for a subscription service for? And they probably already have it, but maybe it's not tacos. What Would it be like Red Bull? Yeah, sugar-free service? Red Bull. Yes, yeah. yeah that I say drink three to four a day. So you have sugar-free Red Bull. Yours? I think it would just it would be like coffee and but have it ready and waiting for me every morning where I don't have to go and get it. Just oh boom, here's your here's your uh venti venti drip with a splash of coconut milk every day. Boom, boom, boom. I would I would pay for a service to have that to me. That'd be so all prepped and ready to go. Oh, it'd be amazing. And there you go. That's what's trending. We've got those tickets for you to go to Disneyland. Take the family there because it's a four pack of tickets and they're coming up in just about 10 minutes. Welcome back to Mercedes in the morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. Hey, Julie. Hi, good morning. Good morning. How would you feel if I told you you were going to go to Disneyland? I would feel super excited. (laughs) You are going to go to Disneyland. Congratulations. Caller 20. Thank you so much. Julie, you're not going alone. You got a four pack of tickets. Who are you going to take with you to Disneyland? I have a family of four, so it's perfect. That is perfect. And Halloween time is one of the best times of the year to go check out the happiest place on earth. You are in for free. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you so much. Our favorite time. Oh, you're going to love it. And we have one more chance for you to win tickets to check it out. Heather has another four pack of two day, one park per day tickets coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. That's the weekend. Mercedes 4.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us for a Wednesday. Join us tomorrow because it all begins. The Four Corners Food Drive Telethon. We're switching it up this year. We're doing a telethon style. We are so excited. We have a lot of cool surprises for you guys during our show and throughout the day tomorrow. Some cool incentive prizes. And we're going to be asking for your donations to help Three Square. They are such an, an important force in helping the food insecure in our community. And we are going to hear from them, talk to them about what they do, and ask you guys to be generous and open up those pocketbooks, whatever you can. One dollar. That helps. How many people does that help, JC? One dollar? Equals three meals. That's One a buck. lot. Yeah. So we're so excited about it. And again, some surprises tomorrow morning. So make sure you uh, check that out. Heather is on the way next with some Disneyland tickets for you. And right now it's time for the line of the day. Someone had a case of the hiccups. The most common dinner activities include sharing the... Excuse me, I have the hiccups now. <laughs> Family news and talking about your day and watching TV. <laughs> How do you get rid of the hiccups? Are you supposed to scare the person? Oh, our boss is behind you. <laughs> ah! <laughs> they're gone, they're gone. I got to give Steph credit. Her little trick, either that or the boss thing, actually worked. They're so gone? Uh, they went away. I haven't, nothing has uh, come back yet. Perfect. <laughs> Let her do it for show number 1482 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.